Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Live from the Sonar Network. It's us, Joel and Cody. Yes, we're back. Um, uh, we're we're with Sonar now, of course. You, we covered that last week, but we have a new logo. That's true. We got our new logo with the new uh, colors, courtesy of Nick Etherton, um, and uh, he's a special boy. Yeah, thank you, Nick. And uh, but but it's season forty-three of Survivor, episode two. We just watched, literally, just finished five minutes ago. We didn't have much time in between so we're getting our first thoughts mm-hmm. on the episode i would say this is a a really fun episode this was a really fun episode this was a um i'm i'm gonna go ahead and say it right now and joel i think you'll agree with me on this okay season 43 okay is already better than kai Gayan. i don't agree with that <laughs> I, do, I think i'm not gonna agree with that <laughs> ever uh but um I will say, Cody's getting up there for me for for some of my favorite contestants. I really like Cody. He's very fun to watch, and uh, he popped big time this episode. And uh, I really like his relationship with Jesse. It's very fun to see all that fall into place. This was a big Cody Jesse episode. Oh yeah, I mean it was very Cody Jesse centric. Even going to each tribe, it was very centric on like maybe one or two people too. Like a lot of people were uh, left in the dust this week, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, but uh, Cody is m- making this season already and going to make this season very exciting. Yes, I mean he's playing fast, but is being dumb which is really fun to watch you know like so loose yeah playing fast and incredibly loose yes yeah um i guess we can just quickly start on that the big thing of this episode is that he opened a beware advantage having watched at the like he watched season 41 beware advantages big thing in the pre-merge and i'm pretty sure they watched the whole pre-merge of season 42 they know how that fucking works yeah, he said it before he picked. Yeah. He said it when he saw it. He was like, "I watched season forty-one and forty-two. Oh no! And then he picked up the uh, Beware Advantage, <laughs> knowing what was going to happen. But he said, "But I, I got too excited and uh, and ignored the Beware." And it's like, I mean, I was thinking like, I guess he trusts Jesse a lot to go tell him about that because Jesse could have easily just flipped. If he didn't want to go to rocks, he could have easily just flipped. Yeah, especially if they I mean, in the end, he obviously wanted Justine out. So, like, obviously they got the beads. But if had he not got the beads, he seemed like he was giving up. Like he was like, I'm not going to get the beads. What did, what did you think of uh, this uh, now that we're here at the Beware Advantage? What did you think of this Beware Advantage? It was fun, but it was I think it was fun because it happened so quickly. You know, mm-hmm. where he's with the phrases. It's like they say the phrase at the tribal council. Nobody says anything else. Okay, next week they say it again. Nobody says anything. One person says something, but not the other person. Okay, okay. Wait a couple episodes. Okay, finally they all say it at once. And then they get to the merge. It's like, yeah, well, there was no mystery in that. Everybody knew what was going on. You know, like, who gives a shit? Yeah, but I mean, just the beware advantage in general, because before it was the catchphrases and the silly phrases, I think this was a better version of it. I think having like a... yeah. A social task like that where honestly if it wasn't Cody and he might have failed it might have anyone else well, might have failed think, well it seemed like Jesse and Neko were really the ones that yeah Jesse did it for him but Cody's advantage was that he already had those close relationships with Jesse and Neka to yeah. have people That's that true. help you that that's true. Good for I mean good on all of them then mm-hmm. but also it seemed like Neka was the one being like hey Dwight Give him your beads. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Well, Give him the beads. She was on the line. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't hear from her. No, we we hardly heard. Right? Yeah. She d- had a fun pop at the tribal council, though. Yeah, I don't think she, she had like a single. A, she seems like a fun person. Confession. I would love to see more from her. 
Yeah, I I would too. I I, I like NECA. There's uh, NECA and Geo were the two that um, didn't get picked in our fantasy. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Janine. Did NECA get picked? I don't know. I think Sorry. NECA and Geo were the two that didn't. I believe. I know Geo didn't for sure, but yeah. I, my main point was that I, I really enjoyed Geo this episode and the last episode too. Mm-hmm. The thing I like about um, Geo is that he is so game for everything and that he really tries hard. And he and there's Found those almonds. I've never seen almonds on Survivor. Yeah, first ever almond spotting. So do you think almonds have always been there? There just hasn't been anyone who had the life experience to know that the almonds were there, or we just have never gotten almond con- content? I would have thought that Tony would have been all up in those almonds. He's on those trees. Is he an almond man, though? Like, does he, like You know Maybe. what I mean? Like, like I didn't know that, there's, <laughs> that they come in this big you shell, think, and there's only one per shell. You think he was in the tree, and he was like, oh, God, almonds. What, what are these things? Oh, my God, it's almonds. <laughs> Gross. Um, well, I mean... Also, maybe there's nut allergies. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're allowed to go on Survivor if you have a nut allergy? Yeah, 100%. I don't know. Why wouldn't you? You think there's nuts in the rice? Nut rice? <laughs> nut rice? Well, I mean, you would be in danger for the peanut butter challenges. That's for sure. Because yeah. you get peanut butter a lot as rewards. Yeah. Yeah. But. I feel like I've thought about this before with the nut, with all the peanut butter fetishization and the, and now I'm thinking about it with these almonds. You think people fetishize uh like people are like Literally peanut butter was fetishized on season 6 of Survivor. Well, I I was I thought you meant um peanut butter allergies are fetishized. No, no, no. There's a fetishization. I think <laughs> like and you, I, go you, on... you hear it from people who outside of the game, the main thing that like they're really craving peanut butter cuz it's sweet and it's like a lot of protein. Well, yeah, it's like I mean like pregnant people um crave peanut butter. Like that's a cr- common. Mm-hmm. Um and I do have something to announce that Cody is pregnant. Yeah. The and first uh, merch boot baby. And give me peanut butter. Yeah. yeah, it's the first merch boot baby because uh this was the first episode where uh, Joel and I were in person for for quite a while, mm-hmm. and uh, Joel immediately knocked me up upon uh, coming into the apartment. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> what what can I say? That living tattoo and the and the blurred out image of I wanted to see that whole Cody ass on his uh his like uh, picture package. Remember mm. when it was bl- they had the blurred out butt? Yeah. I wanted to see the whole thing. I, w- I want the uncensored version, baby. You see, I'm already disliking having a Cody on Survivor. He's so fun. He's awesome. Uh, yeah, I know, but I, I, wa- I, I want uh, me to be the Cody that you talk about. And I'm, I'm I would love to see your butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, okay, so... I guess we can uh, go tribe to tribe here. We could go tribe to tribe, starting with the Vessi tribe. Baka. Baka tribe. Baka, Baka gets back from uh, Tribal Council. Well, we had a little bit Owen. beforehand, too. Yeah, Baka. Oh, back and, from Tribal Council. Never mind. Baka yeah. gets Baka from Tribal Council. We get a lot of Baka. We get probably... I was surprised they didn't go to Tribal Council because we saw so much Baka. We get a lot of Baka uh, before a and after the challenge. That was weird how much we saw. But I, I guess, I I guess, guess because the, them, there was so much notable... About I it. guess because they go through his bag and in next week's thing and the next time on, they talk about how they went through Gabler's bag. Mm-hmm. But, but yes, yeah. uh, we. I think back in the day, like I remember first season Survivor, second season Survivor, we saw both tribes going back after Immunity Challenge. But in Modern Survivor, it's been whoever wins Immunity Challenge, that's who gets content for the third act mm-hmm. of the show. It's, it, it, it was a 90-minute episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, th- this was interesting because um, we started the story with Baca is obviously Ellie and Janine. Um, we get shown a lot of them strategizing. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're the only ones doing it, mm-hmm. um, which we saw a little bit outside of it. And we don't know how strong that alliance is, but they really are the main force. But the question is, I guess, are they overplaying? They were discussing whether they wanted their third to be uh, Sammy or Owen, and it seemed like they were landing on Sammy. Mm. But, but I mean, when they went through his bag, this was a thing with 
Owen. Owen. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we got a little bit mixed there. Um, but Sammy did state a thing with them clearly being together and going off together that the three of the guys need to stick together despite him not liking gender alliances. I I want to talk about Owen. I feel like we're not getting too much strategic content from Owen at this spot, but mm-hmm. I feel like we're getting good content from him he, where he's trying to hide his crabbiness, you know, his like sort of curmudgeonness. He he was the title of the episode. What it what was the title? Um it was whatever lovable curmudgeon. Okay. Okay. And uh, so he's, you know, we get like a long shot of him walking with water and spilling all over himself. (laughs) Okay. I mean, Tom was complaining in our preseason that like with 26 days, we don't get much camp life. I was like, that's pretty good camp life. You know, just just like a five minute, not five minutes, but a long shot of of him carrying a bucket of water. That was Tom's um, want for the season. And I think he might be getting it this season. It it seems like we're getting quite a bit of it. I will say two hour episode last week for one vote out 90 minute episode this week for one vote out. Mm -hmm. That's that leaves a lot of room for non-strategic content. Yeah. Yeah, which I love, which is good. And we've been seeing a lot of it from Cody, both non-strategic fun and strategic fun. Mm -hmm. But his strategic fun is somehow still non-strategic. Yeah, I love him. (laughs) That's the kind of person we love on this show, right? (laughs) I I guess. um, But anyway, so I want to talk about Owen because, like, I don't know. Like, he I feel like he handled it well coming back from tribal council instead of being like, Hey, why the hell was my name on the shopping block? Why did I get a vote against me? Blah, blah, blah. And obviously it was like Mariah's vote. But he was like, thank you. I'm glad we trust each other. Thank you for staying true to your word and blah, blah, blah. And then Gabe was like, yeah, I didn't even play my idol. That shows my trust. Like that's, that's, I mean, for Owen, that's a good Mm -hmm. play, I think. I don't know. It's just like, hey, right now I'm not the strategic mastermind. I'm not the, the head of any snake right now. Thank you for not voting me out. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, we definitely... It, it's interesting because we didn't get um, hardly any strategy from Owen throughout this. And it's hard to say because we've seen him with the girls, we've seen him with the guys in that mm-hmm. conversation. He seemed to be participating a little more with the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that was to set them up in some kind of way, too, I don't know. I'm interested in his perspective on the guys, yeah. guys alliance. Yeah, it's, it's we didn't get it. We didn't get it, and there's a lot to be said about Owen. But it's seeming like if they lose next week, Owen is going to be in the middle and the deciding vote of yeah. where that goes, which is a good spot. It's a good spot, and and it's an interesting one because we don't have his perspective yet. And but we saw with Jesse and Dwight tonight. He'll piss somebody off. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, I want to talk about Gabler, about how he seems... I thought he was going to be more of a liability in the challenge, but they did well in the challenge, but he certainly was not working well around camp. Camp? 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 Yeah. Camp? 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 <laughs> what am I, from Manitoba? Camp? <laughs> um, anyway, um, uh, so yeah, he's nauseous. He says, I, I know it's good to drink water, but I feel like throwing it up. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like it's that's setting the, up for... That's the worst feeling, wanting to throw up on an empty stomach. Gabler um, offered a couple blue ball moments. What? <laughs> you weren't blue balled? For oh, this? you wanted to see him puke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think... It's a couple blue ball moments of what I mean by that, Joel. Yeah, you can't just say that. You need to offer up what blue ball means before you say that. Well, you what, know, was he jacking off in the forest <laughs> yeah. next to Ozzy? You didn't see that? Yeah. Uh, he was caught and couldn't finish? No. It, um, so they set up for it seeming like Gabler's about to get medevaced. They set up kind of for him to get medevaced. Okay. And then they set up. Um, later on for him to lose that spear. Yes. Uh, but we didn't see either of those things happen, so I felt a little blue-balled. Okay. You see what I mean now? Maybe they're setting up those things to happen in the future. So can we coin that as a blue-ball moment of the episode? <laughs> I suppose so, but we're going to have to describe it every episode in case there's new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Gabler blue balled again. Yep. It's not that <laughs> during the episode, Joel and I were sitting beside each other, and when Gabler on, was on screen, I was edging. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apologies to all the people listening with their children having to describe them what blue balls was. Because people gather around the table, lay their phone, players play on the podcast, and listen with their entire family over dinner. I'm sure some people on their way to work, like dropping off their kids, want to put on a Survivor podcast. Maybe they, they watched it as a family, and they want to listen to people discuss it. Yeah, I think that you've done enough on and this podcast to stop people from doing that. I'm the first one to bring up jacking off. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, to all the kids out there, jacking off exists. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, uh, so yeah, Gabler... We didn't get the kind of dummy content we got from him last week. That came from Cody. But, you know, he's like an interesting guy, this Gabler, you know. I I want to see him more in strategic situations than I want to see him, like, resting so that he has more energy for challenges. Yeah, it feels like we're going to get some fast-paced Gabler action based off that next time on. Yes, yeah, him being paranoid about people searching through his bag. I want to give some context for the listeners, though. So No, wait, wait, hold on. Oh, The the context is, Mm -hmm. the listeners of the podcast know that Cody has uh, some horror character coasters. (laughs) So I am am drinking a pumpkin beer on September 27th, right? Mm -hmm. No, 28th. September 28th on a Jason Voorhees coaster. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're drinking a Smirnoff Ice on a Chucky coaster. Yeah. I feel like these are the cozy moments that people want to hear about. Well, I mean, for the folks at home, if they're looking to get a little bit of information from Mm -hmm. us, we're both huge horror fans. Yes. Your favorite being Jason, my favorite being Chucky. Mm -hmm. Though I like Chucky. And I like Jason. Mm -hmm. And that was what makes us the happy couple like Dwight and... Jesse. <laughs> Trouble in paradise, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but apparently, Brian and Gio are, are a happy couple. Mm, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. some, there's, there's, there's quite a few island husbands happening right, right yeah. now. Well, yeah. Well, they said brothers. They did say brother. And then Ryan said something. I've never had a gay brother or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, there you go. You have your gay brother right now if that's something you want. I'm not some, something I don't want. I would love to have a gay brother, but I'm Keep okay with my, my brother not. <laughs> My brother's not gay, but I don't know. I would, I'd be, I'd accept him and love him if he was. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Uh, and uh, yeah. So Gabler had his bag searched through by by Janine. By Janine, who has something going on her chin. Is it? That's not birthmark, is it? That's like a scar from a challenge, right? Like a blister or something, right? Yeah, it hasn't been brought up. I think it's a scar from a challenge. Yeah, I don't think it's a birthmark. I don't remember that from the preseason. No. Um, but, yeah, so Elian, her setup. Here's my thing of thinking of where Owen has to be at is that Gabler knows that um, Sammy says that to Gabler that someone searched through your bag, so obviously Owen had to have told them. Told Sammy. Maybe Sammy was around for that. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. No, Sammy was. They made sure Sammy wasn't right, there. He was yeah, fishing he was on the beach, fishing, and Janine almost got caught by Mister Gabler coming coming up for coconut. Yeah, they, do they cook the coconut popcorn coconut? I think they put it in, in the rice for flavor, but they don't have rice. What do they have in that pot? Maybe they boil the coconut. Yeah, coconut water. Coconut water. Mm. Do you like coconut water? Yeah. You know what freaks me out about coconut water? The flakes? Is that it, it comes in like a, usually a, a, a... A can. Well, a can or like a paper carton. Yeah. And, but no matter what it is, you can't really see in the bottom. Mm. And there was a story with one of the main coconut waters that it had a mouse, a dead mouse inside. And since you can't see in the bottle, mm-hmm. and it always feels like something heavy shaking there. The flakes. The flakes. But I, I'm scared that I'm going to be another dead mouse victim. Well, then you get a lot of money, probably. You do, but you also drink coconut water uh, with a dead mouse inside. I'd do that for a lot of money. 
<laughs> I'd do that for very little money, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do it on Survivor all the time. And only one of them gets a million dollars. Put a dead mouse in the water for flavor. <laughs> Can they sue? Can they sue? Yeah. If they do that? Can Survivor sue them? No. Well, can, like, for example, NECA mm-hmm. sue if they she finds, like, uh, a dead mouse in her water bottle? Um, or what if it turns out Ryan is allergic to almonds and has an allergic allergy? Well, then he definitely can't because he oh, he accepted the almonds. Gio well, he said, doesn't know. These are almonds. Yeah. And gave it to him and he ate it. So he cannot <laughs> claim anything. The title of the episode should have been like Almond of the Family or Almond, Almond, Almond. Should have been Beware the Beads or yeah, something Almond and Bead related. Mm-hmm. Imagine the next one is like, uh, this is your Beware Advantage. You will have your, your vote taken away unless you cause an allergic reaction from almonds. Yeah, you know what? Like, thinking about it, how unimportant that scene was, but how long drawn out it was of him looking like he pissed his pants. Yeah, Tom is, like, salivating. But calling it lovable curmudgeon after such a moment of... There's a lot of strategic stuff in this episode, but they called it after the lovable curmudgeon, which, again... He's no, he's call, he's calling himself a lovable curmudgeon. He's hiding his curmudgeonness from the rest of his tribe. Yeah, yeah. It's it, good. Good for Owen. <laughs> good for him. He's strategizing. Yeah, he's getting a lot of good screen time. He said he, he looked like he peed his pants. Did you? Th- we didn't get the the thing where he comes back and says, "I didn't pee my pants." Hey, speaking of pants, and since we're still on Baca, okay, uh, the lack of Sammys in the challenge. Yeah, he was Donald ducking it. Yeah. And because his thighs are so like uh, thick and muscular, mm-hmm. um, he was blue balling me. No, uh, <laughs> oh my god! No, uh, it, it, he looked incredibly naked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Underneath, he had <laughs> like a long weird. shirt on. It did look like he was wearing nothing at all. <laughs> but, well, I mean, who's the famous Don? The the most famous Donald Duck for you on Survivor? I have one that comes to mind right away. Mm-hmm. Who? Aubrey. Aubrey. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because she wears it like like Donald Duck. I mean, I guess you could say that because it wasn't a button-up shirt for Sammy, he's more of a Winnie the Pooh. But because uh, Aubrey wears a button-up shirt, she's more of a Donald Duck. Sammy looked the most naked. He did. It, I, I didn't notice it at first, but when you pointed it out, I couldn't stop noticing it. I clocked it almost immediately. Very Winnie the Pooh. Almost Pooh-like. faster than it came on the screen. I'm trying to think, but like, he his was almost like a dress though, like a short skirt. Yeah. Where with Donald Duck, you see the the full feather butt coming out the back of yeah, the dress. Yeah, no, shirt. I I called it Winnie the Pooh, and I said he. Was but Winnie the, the Pooh, Pooh doesn't like it's not like it's a Winnie's t-shirt. a crop top. It's a crop. top. But Winnie's only a crop top because he has a big belly, whereas Sammy's lean. I would love to see a jacked Winnie the Pooh. Oh, jacked up Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that new horror movie, right? Yeah. Oh, well, there, yeah, I mean, now that he's in the public domain, we're allowed to talk about it and not get sued by Disney. <laughs> Another Sammy moment was him saying that he's, what's, who is the football player? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. and he tossed a coconut. <laughs> and then they said that he looked like Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. I d- and you showed me a picture of it. It's not uncanny, but maybe a little bit. <laughs> that was a perfect moment of them talking strategy and then being like, the guys probably aren't talking strategy at all. And then it cuts to Sammy. Have you, seen, have you heard of Patrick Mahomes? Like, <laughs> yeah, brother, we do. We know about him. <laughs> Threw it in the forest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the main Baca content was the, I guess that's enough Baca. Much like they this got episode. A lot of, they got a lot of content. Yeah, much like this episode, we spent too much on Baca. For it to be a yeah, non baka yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm sure Rupert will have a thing or two to say about the Hawaiians thing. Th- that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we'll talk about Baka later. I won't. Yeah. <laughs> You'll probably be gone for that. Yeah. Um, but before we go into the next tribe, we okay. need to take a an short ad break. An ad break, because we have ads now. And we're back. Are we doing ads like me and wouldn't, you? Are we going to read ads? Uh, well, every once in a while. Wouldn't it be embarrassing? I would if love to do that, but we need to keep it quick. You just called it. I just said we need to take a short break. You said we need to take an ad break, and now it's going to be embarrassing if we don't have an ad there. 
No, it won't be an. It won't. It won't be embarrassing. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Let us know if we did have an ad there, because our well, we know. Well, you, if you listen to it, so you send the. Do you put the ad in, or do they? Um, it automatically goes in. Is this the content people want? I don't know. Maybe they want to know the ins and outs of how the podcast works. Yeah, so we're newly with the Sonar Network, so you know. Yeah, so it, the ad gets automatically placed there by the program that we're using to upload. Oh. Or we get an ad deal right. that has us do a read. Right. But judging by this episode coming out immediately, we don't have that. No, we no, you're not you're not going to hear us be like <sighs> I'm I I need to talk to better help. <laughs> I I can't wait for us to uh, just sigh <laughs> defeated and talk about better help. Uh, I guess we gotta talk about better help or fucking uh, the Harry Balls Razor Company or whatever. <laughs> Manscaped. Yeah, Manscaped. I I think that Rupert probably does all of our animations. Uh, that would be a good idea, actually. <laughs> I'm saying it right now, if we get a if we get a Razor Company. Let's get Rupert to do the ad read. Yeah, well, Rupert needs to do the ad read, yeah, of course. That, but that we might get in trouble for the Rupert impression. Or, sorry, Rupert appearance. Yeah, Rupert's <laughs> it's not an impression, okay? <laughs> um, okay, so let's go over to Coco. Mm-hmm. We already talked about the almonds. Yeah, we talked about the almonds. Not a lot going on in Coco. We didn't Carla, get... get Carla gave us the the tribal like the alliance lines. What's yeah, so our Carla content helped us with the context because last time we weren't sure where she was landing, but it seems like she's more with the women with and the, James. Yes, and that Geo is kind of on the chopping block. We didn't uh, hear from Lindsay, Cassidy, or James. No. Um, and it it seems like they're doing their daily stretches. Yeah, they're getting back their backs cracked, back cracking, which I knew was sound design. How do you know? They don't have mics on their back. Imagine, <laughs> mic they're backpack. Like, they're like, yeah, we need, wait. If you're doing back cracking, we need to get a mic in there. Yeah, well, they might have booming. They, like, they'd use a needle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a good back crack sound. I think that maybe this would have been the perfect episode for Mimi to be back on to give us the the uh, sound, the the uh, post production uh, insider knowledge. Because I don't want to argue against you, but I'll do it for fun, I guess. Well, here's my thing: <laughs> when R- Ryan cracks Geo's back, we hear a very satisfying crack, mm-hmm. but they don't look at each other and go like, "Oh, that was good." They're like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, that was something." <laughs> it was. It, it sounded like their like reaction. A, it was like a water bottle, like an empty water bottle cracking. Like, but they, but they were just like, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, the reaction was more like Geo was humoring him. Yeah, it should have been like a, like a. Yeah, it, uh, I predict that actually no sound was made at all, and Geo's back never even cracked. I think that uh, Ryan's actually just not good at it. All this back no cracking, one's back is cracking. All this talk of back cracking stuff. I want someone to crack my back. Maybe we should have taken an ad break here so you could try and crack my back. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Well, I'm, not, I'm feeling blue ball, blue backed. Do you think we should try to get as many ads on this uh, episode as possible yeah, so, so we I, just constantly take ad breaks and yeah. get your back cracked? Pee breaks. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I guess the, the tribe line was uh, more developed. And then the relationship of Geo and Ryan was more developed, which seems like a relationship that's destined to die soon. Or it's like it's a relationship that lasts to the merge because Coco never goes. They, they might travel. never lose. Uh, they might never lose. They might never lose. <laughs> they love, but they don't lose. <laughs> and that's what's sad. Yeah, I I think that um, before the prediction by Chris George was that that would be the losing tribe that they would. Oh, lose. really? That's who he said they would lose all the time. Ryan is jacked. Ryan's jacked. James is a big guy. And we saw Cass- Cassidy's a good puzzle. Cassidy's good. Lindsay's good. Geo's trying his best. Geo tries more than anyone else. And mm-hmm. I'm on Geo's side. So I just want to talk about Carla. The fact that she was the narrator for the tribal lines is good. And I think it's th- and it's think it's the smart smart of her to go against G- Geo and uh Ryan because 
if she's with the girls and they go against the girls, like it's like, you know, it's between her and cat. Like if they vote out Cassidy, then it's like her and like then she's like the you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it, it, if the it just it doesn't put her in a good position if one of the girls leave. I think it, it's, it puts her in a better position if she's in this four rather than if she's in a three. I mean, Carla was my winner pick. Was she? Um, and Cody was mine. I might have said actually. I might have. Uh, no, I think I I was different. I don't think I went first and I said Carla to be different. Um, but I I like Carla and I like how Coco's going here. I think we're not getting we're getting the least amount of Coco content, so it makes me feel like they might be winning a lot and that uh, mm-hmm. that or, or wins. we just get a big Coco episode one time and we'll go straight to tribal. Maybe that women's alliance I think is going to go pretty deep though. Um. So I I um uh, do I just like before like we make like big things we do need to hear the perspective of Lindsay Cassidy and James basically you know like uh, yeah it, I mean obviously for the story they're telling they just want to tell Carla we Ryan had a pretty geos right now the first episode was pretty Lindsay centric we didn't get a lot of Cassidy but we got that she agreed with Lindsay basically and was gonna let Lindsay lead yeah I saw so we know I Cassidy's saw the, perspective. the obligatory tweet tonight being like hey fun fact there's someone named Cassidy on this season <laughs> um that was a Gordon Holmes tweet I knew uh Cassidy was on the season the whole time I think that hey, everyone remembers I don't want to call her eye candy but I I I, I don't I don't have a crush on her, but I think she's attractive. You, so do you. Okay, listen. You have a crush on her. Oh, stop it, Joel. Well, I'm not. You're embarrassing me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's, and, and hey, hey, I think we're, we're at a point in 2022 where I'm not being creepy. I'm just saying that people are attractive. Right? Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, I find a lot of people attractive on this season. Name them all. I thought Justine was attractive. Okay. And not sad to see her. I mean, am I sad to see her go? Okay. Should we? Should we? Yeah, we should, should just go, go, go over N- there. Nessie. Nessie. Yessie. Vessie. Vessie. I, I was wrong. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Yessie or Nessie. <laughs> uh, how about none? Um, yeah, Justine. Uh, Nosy. Justine definitely did the classic early Survivor overplay. I think. Um, her saying, she said a couple things to Jesse, Jesse on Nessie. Oh, I Vessie. mean, Vessie, Jesse on Vessie. Was that talked about? Did we, have we, did we get a has confessional? That, has that, that ever happened? Has that and ever Cody's happened? not on Coco. Yeah. Jesse's on Nessie, but Cody's on, not on Coco. And Baca doesn't have Naka. <laughs> Neka. <laughs> yeah. That is interesting. Maybe they were like looking at the at Jesse. They were like, "We we want Jesse, um, and and Cody and Neca to be on the same tribe, but we like those names. Maybe we name them all after these three. These are our favorite players, <laughs> and we'll put them all in one tribe." Um. Yeah. So I mean, the thing with uh, Justine this episode is that yeah she really i think that she really overplayed herself she tells jesse i am good at lying and she also tells jesse i don't trust you (laughs) it's funny you're telling the swing vote this yeah it's funny that she when she did her confessional she seemed so rational and seemed so collected Mm -hmm. but when you're watching her actions she's afraid of spiders she's well she's incredibly confident like Mm -hmm. she was she was way too confident going in there for and i I mean it it probably has a lot to do with dwight um saying like no we're okay because dwight felt confident too and um like jesse had dwight right in the right spot and everything too and and, i mean there's nothing dwight can do about it now Mm mm-hmm as well, even though he will have his first vote. Does he get his vote back? Um, yeah. He's, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. right. It's, only, it's, not, it's not like the, the beware advantage. He, he, only loses <laughs> he doesn't get it back until they decide to send him back to that island. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. The 90-minute episode made me think when I first thought, oh, we're going to get another fucking cutthroat island 
uh, segment. Yeah, I guess we're getting less of those now. Hopefully. Yeah. So, because that was a big thing with the other seasons, was there's these advantages everywhere. There was so much focus on advantage that we didn't get tribe life. Mm-hmm. I think that was the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a lot of sixty minute episodes. Yeah, a lot of sixty minute. We got longer episodes. We didn't get any big advantages or anything. We had the beware, of course. But since it was Cody, it was fun. Cody made mistakes. We've already talked about it, mm-hmm. but um, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the rest of the tribe, yeah, we didn't get a lot of NECA's uh, perspective. So you you uh, thought it was funny that we were we saw we saw Noel putting on her leg, and we were like, oh, we're gonna get a Noel package probably, right? We're gonna talk to Noel. We did get a Noel package last week, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. But yeah, maybe maybe we'll hear a bit more from Noel, but no, we heard Cody's Cody's, which which I will I will say. Was gotten made me get to know him better. He had a, a close friend in high school pass away, and like he like in a way that he watched him suffer for a ye- for years, mm-hmm. and and that was obviously. And I thought it was touching that they they showed a picture of him and and showed his uh, uh you know a tribute to him, which was like uh put a little lump in my throat. I had I had a friend pass away earlier this year, and uh, I don't know. Gr- grief gets talked a lot about on Survivor, and uh, this year. Um, that stuff has been hitting home more with me lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and obviously it's like not low. I don't want to call it low hanging fruit, but it is like the this the, the, the stories to tell, right? And uh, uh, and you know they put the like the 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 canned music, the canned piano over the background. But you know, it it, it, it in the past I I kind of roll my eyes at, but this year, but you know, I'm I'm. I'm uh, listening to it a bit more, maybe. You know what it is on Survivor that brings it out, I think, more is that in everyday life, you can go through and distract yourself from talking about it and acknowledging these things, you know, Mm -hmm. and these, like, kind of things that are still hanging over you Mm because you haven't fully talked them out. But on Survivor, you lose a lot of the distraction, right? Like, you're trying to distract yourself from the game, and now you're thinking about yourself and your yeah and it's almost like like you have this one-sided relationship with the producer where they're just asking you questions it's it it, like i mean obviously a camera's in front of your face so it's different than therapy but it is a a it's it's certainly a therapeutic thing to talk to somebody in a one-sided conversation and that brings us to better help but uh, yeah, I I think uh, I I thought it was funny that we seemingly got um, Noel's story from Cody's perspective, yeah. <laughs> and then we got Cody's uh, story too, which kind of like um, alluded. He didn't officially say it, but it kind of alluded to the fact that that's why he's um, living so carefree and living every moment yeah. to the fullest and everything like that. I. Um, so it was, I mean, we're the thing with Cody, he's looking for a cliff to jump off of. Yeah. He's, he's really giving this energy, this chaotic energy, this, uh, wholesome energy. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of things that I think the season needed and that survivor needed. I, I uh, one of my favorite survivor players are ones who have fun. Yeah. Chet. I love Chet. <laughs> I love when Joel hit his head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, well, I love Tony for that because Tony goes out and he has fun. Yeah, you know, like like that's why he does it because it's fun for him. He wants the money, but he does it like his, his overplaying is him having fun, right? And uh, you know stuff like that is cool. Like that. Like if you're if you're going out there to play the game, have fun. You know, like, and I mean, you're obviously in. Like, I love swimming. I love jumping off cliffs. Like that would like. I feel like that would be so fun for me on Survivor too. Like I would love. I mean, I've barely been in the ocean. Literally, I've barely been in the ocean. Seeing Cody floating out in the ocean, sun beating down on that looks fucking awesome. Like like when they 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 ended the Cody package with him just floating in the ocean like mm-hmm. that, and like a like a drone shot, it was amazing. It looks so cool. Like that's relaxing as mm-hmm. fuck. I love lying in a pool. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a little more than a pool because you got little fish nipping at your butt. A pooled cast. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, yeah, like like I said, Cody added a lot of fun uh, to this, uh, the, the carefree thing as well. But also just for someone to take the beware advantage, knowing fully about the beware advantage, mm-hmm. they totally put it there this time thinking, oh, this is going to be interesting because people are going to leave it. Yeah. And we'll see what happens when someone finally takes it. But no, Cody takes it immediately. <laughs> well, so if it's like if you put it in your pocket, you have to open it. Is that the thing? Um, yeah, you have to leave it or open it. Well, yeah, so that's changed from last season where, remember, um, Jeannie Machini took it and then left it in a, a spot and then uh, Shan went and opened it. Not last season, two seasons ago. No, she left it too. The she, same spot. Was, it in the, sa- was yeah. it in the exact same spot she found it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, um, there you go. So, yeah. Um, but this led to a very suspenseful tribal council. Well, yeah, we didn't know whether Noel had given him the beads or not. Yeah. He was worried that Dwight would not give him the beads, but then Noel was being like, oh, I want a bracelet, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, if you're Justine looking back on this episode, watching it today and seeing that you gave him that. She was the first one. After Nekka and Jesse, they give him the the beads. So the thing that ended up not being suspenseful, which they obviously purposely cut out, was that something happened along the way that I'm presuming was Jesse, where they were already talking about a split vote in case Nekka did a um, shot in the dark. Mm. But... um, How they split the vote between Cody and... Yeah, but Jesse, or maybe... I don't know whose idea it was. I assume it was Jesse got... Justine and Noel to vote one Cody, one NECA. So even right. if Cody didn't get that bracelet, they were going to still vote out Justine. It would have been fine. It was pretty inconsequential. Well, Cody wouldn't have had a vote. Right. Oh, you're right. It would have been 2-1-1. One, one. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was already set up without Cody getting Right, that. yeah. So so the the reason they split the vote is because if NECA played her shot in the dark, she would have only she wouldn't have had a vote, so it would have only been one vote for Justine mm-hmm. from Cody. So it would have been one. And if she plays if she plays her her shot in the dark and gets immunity, so then it, the two NECAs are uh, presumably from Jesse and Noel, I guess, who voted yeah. for NECA. They're they're, they're canceled. So then there's one vote for Cody, one vote for Justine. Mm-hmm. Um. So that okay that just clued in i was like what the fuck is that split vote and then i was well, like I re- then no, i remember that 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 neca neca would lose her vote if she played her shot in the dark oh right neca would lose her vote yeah yeah so yeah i mean it's still it was a huge overplay from justine regardless like to do that but i guess they must she, have just really trusted jesse well i think that they pr- are probably also figured hey if Jesse screws us, we're screwed anyway. So what does it matter which one of us vote for? Yeah, it's hard to split a vote don't. in a six-person tribe. Yeah, the idea of splitting the vote, I, I think, was wrong. In past seasons, it's been like, just make the person feel very safe. Yeah. You know, like, if you then, watched 41 and 42, you know that the shot in the dark never works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, We were like three for three in, in season 42 and like n- like... Only uh, fucking Sydney played it in 41, so I don't know. Maybe, like, the 43 people saw the 42 people, too, like, play their shot in the dark and keep mm-hmm. losing their votes, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they saw that it, it's a losing strategy. Yeah. But, oh, you know, oh, go ahead. I did want, I, I had something go, off go. subject to say. Go, do it. So Ellie, she, we got some background on her going back to Baca. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about this because we haven't talked about Baca enough. <laughs> Ellie talked about having ADHD. Yeah. Another thing that I can relate to. I, I, I will say, I mean, okay, your sob story about ADHD, it's like having to be able to relate to it so hard. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, like especially compared to grief. <laughs> like, well, like the struggle of ADHD compared to grief is like, I I I can't compare the two. Do you think it's like so a uh, a Pat and uh, what's her face situation from David versus Goliath? Oh, Allison Raybould. Al- yeah. yeah. 
it, yeah, I mean, it, like, it, it, those two things compared, it's just like maybe use different music for those two things. <laughs> but I definitely like uh, um, empathize with Ellie's struggle. I mean, she got a doctorate. I don't. She must be on some fucking Vivance or something. I don't. Uh, it's just uh, my my struggle with ADHD. I'm like, get me uh, the only school I could handle was fucking acting school. So. <laughs> Um, uh, but that's just my personality. But I mean, I know it's it, I know what she's talking about. Where it's like, I don't have the exact same situation. Where it's like, oh, here's the test, time test. Give it to somebody else, and they grade it. That shit is shitty. That kind of stuff is shitty. Like, uh, for example, for me, I, ha- I always kept a messy desk, right? And that was ADHD at work. And I was undiagnosed till I was 21. Um. But I always kept the messy desk. But I had a teacher that was like, at the end of every week, check people's desks. And dump them? She would dump the desk if it was yeah. messy. And so every week, I would get my desk dump. I would try and organize it. It wouldn't be, like, it wouldn't be enough. I would, it would make me cry. And she did it every week. This one teacher who hated me. Why? Could- because probably because I didn't, I wasn't good enough at studying for her because I'm probably my ADHD. What what's it about the ADHD? I guess it, like you just can't fully focus on cleaning a desk. Is that what the? I just don't care. Like I, I you know what? I think I, I think I, I because I was I was so sick of the embarrassment of getting my desk dump. I I tr- I tried, and it it hurt the most when I tried, and it still wasn't good enough. It, right. So then yeah. you'd just rather not do it at all, and then you don't get yeah, further embarrassed. Exactly. Yeah. Um, then you can embrace the fact that you're the messy desk. Yeah, I think at first I thought it was funny, and then it was just like, "Fuck, I'm so sick of this." You know. Yeah, we had that in uh, my school too. I think I had my desk dumped maybe once or twice, a couple times. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, didn't have the. Uh, most organized desk i don't i don't see the point though it's your desk yeah exactly like what are you am i gonna get canceled for speaking out about desks yeah well i I think i think (laughs) so many people have adhd now we know and i recognize it um i think you need like uh, teachers need to be better especially with young children about being more empathetic to things like that i think well, I, I mean, and and things like yeah, switching tests to, so other people can see how poorly you did on a, a a pop quiz that sucks. The desk dump, though, I will say, very very enjoyable for one that loves drama. And uh, oh, so you want a, a like a Real Housewives situation in your in in the classroom? I want a real with, with ten and eleven year olds. Yes. Exactly. Well, I remember the teacher that dumped our desk, he did Survivor Fantasy with the class. Okay, now I'm I'm changing my mind about this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I, I, like the teacher that used to dump my desk was somebody I had legitimate problems with and I she went on maternity leave and I was fucking so happy cuz she was so mean to me. Wow. Yeah. And the guy and the the guy that replaced her was such a hard ass, but I was like I liked him so much more because he, he wasn't, wasn't dumped on my desk. Yeah, exactly. He was a hard ass, but he wasn't mean. Well, I can't wait for you to come on to Survivor and talk about that dumping desk story. Oh my god, no! I mean, fuck. with the uh, music, I don't know what it. my fucking story would, my sob story would be. I, well, it's someone. I think I need more of a sob story. Someone on the on. beach keeps dumping out your bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah imagine Jeff comes around and does bag dumps. <laughs> Oh, now I'm in. The way Survivor's going, it's just like, yeah, if you get, if if you have a, like, if you want to keep your vote in the next travel council, you have to clean your bag. (laughs) I have a clean, uh, organized bag, no sand. Cody, you have seen my ADD at work tonight. I've been fiddling with fucking everything tonight. We've talked about it. You've destroyed things in my house. (laughs) Yeah, you have given me a hard time for breaking a match once. Yes. And you're... You're just as bad as those teachers. Well, you're lucky I don't... Uh, and you embarrassed me in front of all our listeners. You're lucky, we have hundreds of listeners. You're lucky I don't dump you off that chair right now. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> um, where were we? Survivor? Ellie. Ellie, I emphasize with you. How'd you get your doctorate? I want one. Give me one. 
Um, get away from Baca. Back to Vessi, I say. So Noel and Dwight are, I would say, in a poor situation going forward, and I don't. And Dwight seems like a like a Dwight scorned. I don't think he's going to handle it well, and he's just probably going to alienate himself. Yeah, I th- I think that Dwight's kind of screwed in that tribe. Yeah. I I think that Noel's probably in a bit of a better position. Uh, hopefully, she can she can be throw Dwight under the bus. That would be my thought. Mm-hmm. If she was doesn't want to be on the bottom, throw the other person on the bottom. Don't go don't go after the people that that scorned you. Uh, you have to make a good relationship with those people because they're obviously the ones in power. You got blindsided. But hopefully we we stop seeing Vessi at Tribal Council. Let me get another. Wait, was it not them last? No, it was Baca last time. Yeah, last time it was Baca. Oh well, I've already seen enough at Vessi at Tribal Council. Yeah, because I don't want Cody gone. No, I don't think he will be. He has the idol, so he's pretty good. Oh yeah, he's got a fucking idol. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Now he has an idol. Yeah, he's got, not only does he have everyone's beads on his hat. Oh, I love that they set up the hat. Yeah. They said of the hat, how do you like my hat? I was like, oh, that's a funny moment on Survivor. Yeah. And then it's like, no, the hat is Chekhov's gun. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know all along, but they were setting it up. So is there anything else that you want to talk about in this episode? Is there anything that we uh, need to touch on? Well, um, there's always something that we forget to talk about, but I feel like we've, we've got a lot of funny moments. Yeah, I think I think that we got the. Uh, Are you a cliff diver? Do you like jumping off of cliffs? Uh, no, I I'm not. Maybe, well, no, no, I'm not. I don't think I would do that on Survivor. I would if it was like I I have to I assess the risk. I'm a I'm a like I'm a worrisome guy, but I do like jumping off cliffs. I love the feeling of it. Every everything you do on Survivor is a risk of injury or a medevac. So a mm. cliff jump, even though the risk. You're in the ocean, though. Yeah, but I mean, they're shallow. There's yeah, like well, you coral, have to you have to assess it. You have to make sure you can jump. But I don't think Cody did. No, I mean here. What I like is to go with a Cody who does it first, and then I do it. Right. Yeah. Well, you're with a Cody right now. I'm with well, not a guy named Cody. Oh. A guy who's like the Cody on season forty-three of Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> well, but for the most part. The Quintus, like like I said, Cody is the cliche guy named Cody. I I think that I'm very Cody. You're a different type of Cody. Is there's multiple types? I guess, but when you think of when you when you write a screenplay and you're writing a Cody, it's typically not a podcaster. No, <laughs> no one's like a skateboarder. I don't know. Everyone looked exactly like me that was named Cody in my uh, high school. It was like Well, I mean movies are different than real life. We know this. It was and Survivor apparently is different than real life too. <laughs> <laughs> and and looking at the other Joels on Survivor, it's but true. But to be fair, I mean like you think of Cody, I do have the long hair. You do. Right? Mhm. And you do have a, a laid back thing about you. Yeah, and I do wear my puka shell necklace. You have roommates? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, roommates like a Cody was. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's not together. Hey, you I'm not together. you turned thirty this week. I did. I I was my birthday. Yeah, Curdy turns thirty. Curdy turns thirty. How was it? Um, it was great, Joel. I uh, worked. Nice. <laughs> You're not a big birthday guy. No, I'm not a big birthday guy. Yeah. I don't do a lot for my birthday. I thought about it once. Hmm doing something hey if you ever have a birthday thing i'll be there well i would invite you for sure i would say the same but i didn't go to your birthday <laughs> you haven't gone for the last two years <laughs> <laughs> i really want to go no i mean i i guess I, I what i like about birthdays is that i i like throwing parties mm-hmm. yeah you're a big party boy I well you're, ye, you're the Chris Pontius of the house. I guess so. I am. Um but uh yeah, I like I like having I like having get togethers. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I regretted not going to yours. I think I got COVID at my birthday party this year. So if you didn't want to get COVID, uh, that was exactly <laughs> yeah, why yeah, I didn't. Did, yeah, I, exactly. Why when I messaged you, I was like, I'm nervous about getting yeah, COVID. Yeah, and I I got COVID. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I no longer have regrets. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, because I'm such a party boy, I am feeling a little sleepy. Oh, you're not gonna go to sleep. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 tired. Oh, good night. Hey, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Uh, oh, Rupee, you okay? You got a cough? You got COVID? I got COVID. Oh no! Don't be in here then. Well, don't worry, I'm I'm wearing a mask and a hazmat suit. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually I actually ate a mask and a hazmat suit. So I, apparently that's I, apparently that's apparently wearing it. No, I I've heard. I see you wearing the mask, the hazmat suit, but I also see you lifting it all up, t- and you have a sandwich in your hand, and you're constantly taking a bite. Yeah, it's a fish sandwich. I got it with a with a Hawaiian sling. Also, in, in Lake Ontario. When yeah. you when you coughed, you lifted the mask up to cough outside of the mask. Yeah. I'm just a little bit concerned. I was just speaking to Joel. I don't think you've ever met him. About no, he's always Sleeping Beauty, you mean? <laughs> I've met him in his dreams, of course, because I am Freddy Krueger-like. You... For the new listeners, I am a Freddy Krueger uh, dream, dream lord. I'm a dream master, and I go and I hunt people's dreams. Just listeners of the podcast know that, but do you, new listeners don't. Do you, the ghost of Rudy Bosch and uh, yes. and Tony, uh-huh. um, you called him Sleeping Beauty, Joel. Do you have like nicknames for Joel while he's sleeping? Do you guys mock him or something? Oh, well, we got a lot of nicknames. A lot of them are secrets. Okay. Like, personal stuff. You got nicknames Because we know his like ins and outs. Because I did find a loophole to get Rudy and Tony into his dreams. Well, I'm, I'm sure that you've uh, lived through his uh, traumatic desk dumping i was there <laughs> i was actually that teacher teacher because you know i'm also a time traveler mm-hmm. and uh i did dress up as his teacher and i did that to traumatize him oh my god yeah that wasn't a real memory that was no it, it is a real memory but i am like it it wasn't before this podcast started <laughs> <laughs> so i mean ruby i don't think I ruby 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 yeah <laughs> you were you called me Ruby. <laughs> That's my little nickname for you when you're not here. Yeah. Uh, but when Ruby. <laughs> Ruby and Rudy. Rudy's out back. When you... Um, I mentioned this on the podcast before, and I mentioned it earlier about my desk dumper being, making uh, us uh, do Survivor Fantasy. Mayway. And I've, I think I've said it on the podcast. I got you for uh, All Stars when I was uh, yeah. in grade six. Yeah, that's why I never dumped your desk. I appreciate that. Yeah, I was rooting for you. Joel got uh, Joel got Jenna Marasco. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah was, we know how that went. Yeah, that was a desk dumper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, well, thanks for picking me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I hope that Gabler doesn't lose that Hawaiian sling. That's yeah, I I was about to bring I it will up. Will roar. I assume I that will roar. I watched. Didn't... I watched the. The episode a, a few months back, um, time traveler. Yeah, I'm a time traveler. Yeah, uh, I, I traveled forward. I've I've seen survivors forty three through fifty five. So you that's back when it gets, in any that's when it gets canceled. <laughs> that's when Jeff Robes died. I killed him. Kill I kill him. I will kill him. I'm not going to get into why. Are you back for any of those through fifty five? I'm in 55, and I do kill him. <laughs> oh, that's you're there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That man might not air. Yeah. Well, hopefully, it does air. It does air, but it's more of a true crime <laughs> than it is a, a season of Survivor. I don't think you're going to. It airs the, on the A and E network. I don't think you're going to get the CEO award that way. No. Well, no, I don't get the CEO award. I do get the. Uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer award. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that replaced uh, Sprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer comes back from the dead in uh, in a few years. Man, that Evan Peters show really got legs. Well, it's it's Evan Peter who brings him back from the dead. He actually, we don't know this yet, but he did bring Jeffrey Dahmer f- back from the dead when he was filming Dahmer, so that he could research the rule. So I I I figure that you came here initially for this Hawaiian sling, um, shooter. Shooter, how do you know how I killed Jeff Probst? <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ, Ruby. <laughs> um, 
so I assume you wanted to talk a little bit more about Gabler's technique or Oh um I forget. I watched it months ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Cuz um I need to be more updated. I know I I could I could use a rewatch. I I feel pretty blue-balled cuz at the start of this episode Joel said I'm sure Rupee will have a lot to say about Yeah, this. well, you didn't take it into consideration that I'm a time traveler and I watch these episodes. <laughs> You know, I, I guess this pretty will, far in advance, and I don't rewatch them before coming on the podcast. I guess this will go down for kind of like when we did. You guys did a blue balling on me. Yeah, yeah. There's a blue ball for you. <laughs> no, but remember when you guys did a Halloween Resurrection episode? <laughs> yeah, and you watched it a week before you recorded the episode. Yeah, that's kind of like this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I thank you so much for coming by, Rupee. I hate to ask you to leave so quickly, but you do out. have COVID. I do have COVID, but you know who else has COVID? <laughs> hey, how's it going? Oh, you guys gave each other COVID? Yeah. And you're well, coming. we got it. We actually got it from uh, a fish in the middle of Lake Ontario. The thing that the audience doesn't know, too, is that <laughs> Rupee and Tony share a mic with me, so they stand incredibly yeah, yeah. close. Yeah, very close. They're very close talkers. Yeah. And I, I actually a bit inside your mouth this whole time, too. <laughs> no, get out yeah, of there. Because you know I have shrinking powers. Oh, my God. Listeners of the podcast don't. New listeners don't that I have shrinking powers. Yeah, new listeners like, are losing it. <laughs> <laughs> new listeners are anyway, unsubscribing at a rapid You got a floss, place. man. You got a floss, man. While I was in there, I was I was going in between your teeth. I was having to dig. Well, I'm <laughs> just get out of my mouth. Don't complain about it. You gotta floss, okay? I wanna, I wanna have someone to sleep tonight. Tony, what and did I'm you think of go the episode? Three and what four did mo- you think of the episode? Well, I thought it was good. Yeah, you think who had the strategy? You were impressed with Jesse. I like Cody was good. Or are you were impressed with Geo? Cody did you, was good. But remember, why didn't you find those almonds? Remember when I got all those fire tokens? Yeah, that was similar to when how Cody got the beads. I okay. He learned that from me. I guess it was kind of similar. Yeah, it was kind of similar. It's a similar <laughs> sort of situation. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't you found almonds like Geo did? Were you a little bit surprised by that? You could have been feasting. Because I'm allergic to almonds. Uh, I'm allergic to tree nuts. Joel speculated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was right. He was right. <laughs> I was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm allergic to almonds. And also, I don't know what almonds look like outside of the shell. Oh, okay. I didn't so grow it, up in Peru it, like Gio. It was both of the reasons. Gio knows his geography. So you happen to be <laughs> allergic to almonds, but you also just didn't know they were there. So that's I, I the didn't real have an reason. eye out for them. Yeah, that's the real reason. The almonds that I know are in a bag at the grocery store. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And you don't go near those. No, I don't. <laughs> right. No, I don't. I don't go down that aisle. Okay. I like them chocolate covered, though. <laughs> you can eat those? I only eat the chocolate. <laughs> That's not, you don't get an allergic reaction from sucking the chocolate? No, I do. I do. <laughs> right. But then I I um I go I take a swim inside of an EpiPen. <laughs> okay. And then I, I I you know, take a couple gulps. Well, tell I, me. I lie like Cody in the in the epinephrine <laughs> and float on my back and, and let it go into my mouth. I I mean, Tony, I think that's the perfect uh, image for you to float on out of this podcast right now. And uh, I might float down your throat. Don't stop. Don't give me COVID. No, I'm going to go down and take a swim in your white blood cells. Oh, my God. All right. See you later. Bye. Uh, this is me, Joel. I'm waking up from my nap. I wish that you stayed awake. Why? What was going on? I got COVID. Oh, God. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I guess we have to do our pop of the week. Pop of the week, easy for me. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, Cody. I think it's easy for everybody. It's got to be Cody. Cody and Jesse. Jesse, I, we didn't talk much about Jesse. Jesse is good. Jesse's very good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cody's obviously the pop of the week. He was the most entertaining. If you're doing strategic, which isn't really our jam, mm-hmm. then it would be definitely Jesse. But Jesse's got to take out Dwight. If if Dwight if Dwight is looking at Jesse as enemy number one, Je- Dwight looked pissed at that tribal council. Mm-hmm. Jesse's got to take out Dwight. You don't you don't want someone like that at the merge. Yeah, or even during a if if a swap comes, you don't want someone mad at you. 
If 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 like God forbid Dwight and Jesse are the only people from Vessi on a swap tribe, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, see, I'm uh, that brings me to my prediction for next week. I'm saying that Dwight is going home. Okay. I'm going to say Gabler. Gabler. I'm going to say they trick him into giving away his idol. Send him home. Bada boom. Bada boom. Out of here. Bada boom. Wouldn't you be disappointed if it's Ellie? Would I be disappointed if it was Ellie? I would be surprised. Yeah, and, and I don't, I don't dislike Ellie, but she reminds me of a lot of other Survivor players. Yeah, there's not much original about her quite yet. Not yet, not yet. And if that's all the content we get, is that she has dyslexia? Nope. ADHD. And ADHD. It's Did both. she say dyslexia? Yeah. Okay. She has ADHD and dyslexia. That's mm-hmm. why she was so proud of herself for the puzzle. And I was proud of her, right. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm thinking Dwight is going home next week. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the ads, if they were there. And uh, thanks to Nick for our design. Yes, thank you, Nick. Um, uh, NickEtherton.com, I believe, dot .ca. NickEtherton.net. And, hey, uh, um, follow us on social media. And you can reach out to us there. But the best way for us to definitely see a message is if you make a five-star review. Yeah, the best way to reaching out to us is by um, hoping that we are your assigned therapist on BetterHelp. No. (laughs) Leave a five-star review. Ask us a question. We will answer it on air. Or you can do a prediction, and we will talk about it on air. Um, on a five star review, but definitely reach out to us on Instagram. We just might not get to it as quick. Um, and uh, Twitter as well. I have not tweeted in a bit. Maybe I should tweet about the sonar thing. But let us know what you thought of the episode, what your prediction is for next week, and who was your pop of the week. Do you differ for us with Cody? We were, we were, we agreed on most things this week. We did. Other so we than- can't, we can't say. Let us know who was right. What did we? What did I we didn't disagree? say. Let us know who was right. Last week we did. Oh, you know what I mean. In the past we've done this. Well, in the past, yeah, but uh, well, the one th- uh, for you, new listeners we disagree a lot. Do you think the one thing we did disagree on was? Do you think that this season's already better than Kai Gaian? Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <All> right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Let us know about that one. Anyway, and uh, yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on social media. And thank you for coming. And we love you. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.